Hi, I'm Diane Chandler. And I'm Perry Jones Grossman. And this is Own Your Throne. Through the show, you will meet inspiring women who have recreated and redefined what it really means to thrive and age gracefully. Our guests are some of the most inspiring women on the planet. We were honored to sit down with each of them and get real about their journeys and what it took for them to truly own their throne. Hi everyone, I'm Perry Jones Grossman and welcome to Own Your Throne. Now I'm here with my partner Diane Chandler and we have got a very special show for you today and I'm going to cheat and I yes, I still wear glasses because I'm old. And <laughs> but I'm They're cheating. They're still fabulous. <laughs> I'm cheating because I wrote something kind of cute. I thought it was cute about our guest today because <laughs> it's such a special show. So anyway, Diane and I met two of the most powerful, loving, badass women that we hired to be our business coaches. And because of them, we created our podcast show, Own Your Throne. We're going to get into that a little bit more later on. Now, these ladies are a team, but they also stand alone in some amazing businesses that they've created and passions in their life. Now, between the two of them, you're going to hear a little bit about some things they've created called Soul School, also their own podcast business and personal coaching, as well as thought leaders, mm. teachers, inspirational speakers, and authors. And I could go on and on. And on and on and on right. and on. Feel free. So, Feel free. Yeah. <laughs> we have time. We have time. We lovingly call them the baby queens. Yes, and they are the baby Diane queens. Diane and I are the mama queens. So <laughs> anyway, we want to welcome Alexi Panis and Emily Gallagher. So thanks, you guys, Yay. for being here. Yay. Yay. Our people, our people. Woo. This is so fun. This, this is a moment is right now. Right? Such yes. a moment. Okay, okay, we have to go back to the beginning because yes. just two months ago, which yeah. is so crazy, Wild. we were in their offices, Diane and I, and Diane and I went to school together and soul sisters and we love each other. We've always been wanting to work together. Mm-hmm. And so she introduced me to these amazing women, and we sat in you guys' office in this whole show and creation. Mm -hmm. But talk about how this happened and what you guys thought after meeting Diane and I. Mm -hmm. You know, what were some of your perspective about this? Mm -hmm. Well, what was really cool, which we loved instantaneously about the two of you, is your passion and excitement for wanting to do something A together, because we believe heavily in collaboration, Mm -hmm. especially as women. We work so amazingly when we work together. Yes. And the excitement you had to work together, but also to bring your message out to more women. Mm. We were just a hell yes to that from the beginning. (laughs) But then it was about figuring out the how and what does it look like. And, Mm. And you guys came in with a few ideas and we went through your website and all your materials and it's like, Okay, yes, but, and we talked before you guys came in, we were like, we feel like there's something else. Mm, And so the minute you two came in and it was like instantaneous, it's like, this isn't it. It's mm. this. I know. Yes. And it yeah. just like burst and exploded from yes. that, which is really cool. And just so all of you know, we were in that room gabbing for six hours. <laughs> yes. and, I don't think, and I don't six think hours. anyone took a breath. Like it yeah. was nonstop yes. collaboration, inspiration, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. downloading information. It was so powerful. And I yeah. remember it, the longer we were there, it just organically formulated yeah. Yeah, like throughout this. the day. Yeah. And yeah. the inspiration really was the conversation that we all started to have mm. about what is a queen? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Now, and is a queen related to an age or is it yeah. just yeah. an archetype or yeah. what are the old school thoughts on a queen? What are the younger generation? Yeah. You guys call yeah. each other queen yes. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, but, queen, yeah. whole thing. Yes. But the difference is, and this is what I want our viewers to yeah. know, is that there is a couple generations difference here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys are in your 30s. Yeah. I think I'm the oldest. I'm like 60. You can barely tell. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. But what is so cool is that, and Di, we're talking about, you know, we're saying how in our generation, Mm. you didn't shine. You needed to be humble, prim and proper. If you said you were a queen, people were like, oh, that's like not a good thing. But being a queen in your generation Mm. means something different. Mm. So what would it mean to you, Emily? I mean, I think the thing that I love and just kind of circling back around to, I think how we even formulated on just Mm. being, owning your throne and being the queen, I feel like it's it's really just ownership, like at any level. Like the thing I love so much about this and you two is this 
is this excitement and this desire that you guys give me to continue to like grow and expand and feel yeah. like no matter the transitions that I'm experiencing yeah. is like all of this amazing stuff continuing to wait for me and so I feel like this queen is 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 not fearing like losing youth or like lo- losing things yeah. it's like this ownership of like I'm getting bitter and I'm already there and like everywhere yeah. else that I'm going from here is like only getting bitter instead of this like fear of like holding on to trying to be something that I think society is always telling us that we should be um you know something other than what we are so queen is like this is it and I I love that because I think in the old school way of thought it's like something outside of me is going to make me feel more powerful as a woman my family my career my looks whatever it might be and I feel like we're in an age where we get that that doesn't work anymore right and we know that it's an inside out game so ownership really means like can I own all of who I am, yeah. including what I deem my flaws, right. including what I deem a, a torrid past or whatever yeah. we want to call it. Right. And, sure. and can I just take ownership of that and say, right. this is who I am right. and I'm excited to keep going. Yeah. Well, it's ownership of your life. I mean, yeah. that's really what being a queen is. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about how it's not, it's not serving from the top down. Yeah. You know, you have subjects or your family. Subjects. I mean, my children feel like I'm yeah. that way, but, you know. yeah. <laughs> but coming up from the bottom up where you're in service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I also found out that for me to really wrap myself around that word was mm-hmm. I really had to work on my self-esteem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to really look at what kind of self-love practices am I doing yeah. and what it does self-love look like yeah. for me? Because yeah. it's different for everybody. Everyone. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know what's interesting when you said that too, something that comes up is in the archetype, studying the archetype mm-hmm. of the queen, Yeah, the queen's number one ability is the ability to receive. Yes. So mm-hmm. yes, she does yeah. have a court in the archetype model and she yeah. does have the servants and all the people, but what it's coming down to is the ability to receive. Yes. And I think that's something as women, I know I'm still in the practice oh, of yeah. that, like so deeply. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Powerful. Yeah. But it's something that we as women were, were anatomically built. Yeah. Yes, right? we are. Right. But we've yes. forgotten. We forgot yeah. because yeah. we've become so like do, 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 Givers. and nurture and give. Yeah that our receiving muscle mm-hmm. needs a little work. And really yeah. where we create is in the receiving. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. You know, as we receive, we create. 100%. And so I think that's such a powerful, powerful distinction, Yeah. what you're saying there. And I also love what you were saying about, like, the getting older or or not apologizing for yes. your life. Yes. I think yeah. that's really it. Because it's not an egoic light. It's yeah. not an egoic right. queendom. Yeah. It's right. really about every single person having the light having it's our birthright it's who we are it's who we are you can't deny that (laughs) it's just who we are and so it's really sharing and reawakening that in every woman on the planet this isn't just these people and these people in your age every that's why we call you guys the baby queens because you're queens and my children are everyone and it's 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 in us and so i love one of my things that I I look to people like you guys is that I love that you guys shine with Mm -hmm. no apologies. Mm -hmm. You lift your sisters up. Mm -hmm. And there's this beautiful, and I know in the past, when I first started going online or watching people and you guys talking about yourselves. You know, there was this whole thing. And I was like, like, ooh, ooh. You know, you guys can talk about me, but I'm not gonna talk about myself. And it felt like, and then, the most powerful thing that was said to me, I think it was even by your husband, it was like, Di, this isn't about you. Yeah. Mm. You're yeah. shining mm-hmm. because it allows others to lift. Yeah, you're shining permission. because you're, yes. nobody, you're, you're making a difference mm. in the world yeah. and you're getting right. out of your own stuff. Yeah. So well, do you think, think women need to have a practice of giving each other permission to mm-hmm. shine? Because yes. Yes. I know in my generation, and in the business that I was in, women were, you know, competitors. It's like we were competing yeah. to be on television, mm-hmm. competing yeah. for this job. I yeah. know you in the same business that I was. Yeah. And so I didn't really get out of that until yeah. later, maybe just 10 years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. when I thought, wait a minute, who am I competing with? I'm competing with myself. How can yeah. I make myself better? Yeah. I want you to shine. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. you to shine. I want you to shine because that as a collective is, is much more powerful. 
Yeah. Well, and it's an abundance mentality too. And that's something that I did learn in the entertainment industry because I was one of those weird people that came from a small town that there's like, there's enough for everybody. Yeah. So I was getting all my friends jobs and hooking them up. And people are like, why are you doing that? You're taking jobs away from you. And it's like, well, I'm me. They right. can't be me. Yeah. You know? See, what and a difference in the generation. It's so different. Yeah. But I did still feel that. I felt that competitiveness and that kind of old school model. Yeah. And it's funny, even in yeah. our work, like we feel it even in the coaching industry where there's this like competing, mm. well, she's taking my clients and da da da. And it's like, there's enough for all of there's us. There's a oh. surplus. Yes. The universe is abundant. And like, now, it's always, always giving. It's always. And the question is, can we receive what's ours? Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah. that again goes back to shining our light mm -hmm. so that what is ours can find us. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want to speak to as well. I think the biggest thing that I see for like working with women in business is it's it's like a worthiness thing. So it is yeah. self-love, it is worthiness, it's yeah. really stepping into that queendom. And you know, even like the disparities that we see in society and the economy. Yeah. A lot of that is actually like, you know, the pay gap and things mm -hmm. like that. Like women don't ask. We don't. Like, women don't own their worth. Mm -hmm. Women don't own their value. Mm -hmm. And so this is such an important conversation yeah. for more women to firstly, on an individual level, I think take personal yeah. responsibility and ownership of like, okay, if I'm if I'm not receiving what it is that I want, how do I need to then step into that yes. right. to actually ask for more than what I want? So there's like right. the asking right. and the receiving. Yeah. Right? So, so you still have to mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of women like pricing putting themselves out there, talking yes. about themselves, yeah. all of that, oh, that is these yes. blocks that women have. But when you do step into yeah. owning your queendom, yeah. it's not, you don't have that resistance. Right. Um, so I think that's really important. But for women to do that, they do need to have models and they do need to have yeah. these spaces right. and environment is everything and relationships mm -hmm. are everything. So I think mm -hmm. yeah. for women out there that feel like they don't have that community, around them of people saying, I want you to shine, I want you to shine. Because yeah. like, that is foreign still, even in our generation for people. It is. Really? You know? still in your it generation. It still is. Yeah. So we're like shifting, we're at the tipping yeah. point. Yeah. Shifting. yeah. So what would you guys say, like, let's say you have somebody, because I know we have clients and stuff, and they don't understand this concept at all, and they've been dimming their light for a long yeah. time. Yeah. What would you say is a good first step to make and to teach and to say this is a good first step for you to begin to believe that you're queen and take ownership of of your life mm. yeah i think the biggest things for me have been like i need to know what are uniquely mine and mm. for a long time i didn't know who i was because i was modeling off of so many other people and so many other paradigms and stereotypes of what I thought a woman should be yeah and so for me i really had to come to terms with who i was and get to know my past, get to know my unique skills and talents, and go back to even when I was a kid and ask my parents, like, hmm. who was I as a child? Like, what was I interested in? What was my personality like? And through that, I rediscovered myself. It's kind of like taking inventory. Yeah, and Like yeah. your strengths and passions. Exactly, and, and then just circling back and going, is this still who I am? Do I still choose this? And does this still make me feel alive? And the more I got to know my young self, my, my younger child, yeah. the more I started becoming alive as an adult because I, I lived less of the paradigm and more of my own yeah. blueprint. I think that is that in itself is as powerful as anything. Yeah. Because I think people don't, yeah. I know, people don't take inventory of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. They don't step back and go, <laughs> no, what most really part. fires me up? Yeah. What lights me up? Yeah. Who yeah. am I without being married to somebody? Yes. Or a mom? Or this job? Right. Or, you know, we're having a lot of these conversations, Perry yeah. and I, and, and to me, it's like, Without all of that, you're still enough. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, we live just... in a world that tells us that's not true. <laughs> that's yeah. why we just the conversation yeah. exactly. and hence the show because yeah. Yeah. I really the con it's not just each person. The conversation needs to shift. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because yeah. once women do take ownership, the whole game is gonna change. Yeah. And that's one reason why I love what you two are up mm -hmm. to with this and yeah. it's why it inspired us to work with you guys mm -hmm. because this is part of the problem is that in our society, media is telling us that we're still not enough. Yes. We need to look different, we need to be different, yes. we need to keep striving yes. for more, we need to be superwoman in all aspects of our lives. And we're not having honest conversations mm -hmm. about where we struggle and letting yeah. everybody know that mm -hmm. struggling is a part of it. It is a and, part of it. And knowing that the struggle makes us and it's beautiful. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid uh, to show it. Yes. Don't be afraid yes. to show oh, imperfections. Yeah. I mean, I know how to break a mold of, 
you know, as a little kid, I felt like I had to perform, I had to be perfect yes. to feel lovable. Yeah. yeah. And when I learned, you know, it's like, why do I do that? Why don't I break down? And I had to really dig and, you know, and, and my bestie here yeah. did that, busted me at USM. Because <laughs> she stood up in front of 200 people and she was like, here's my life and I want to fix it and my struggles. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, oh, hell no. Yeah. I know, I kind I of vomited all over the room. No, and it was beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful vomit, yes. but it was it was I. But that's shining your light. She yes. shining, shining. Yes. and she was Thank courageous. Yes. Yes. And I, as I was hiding in the back and then kind of slithered out on my phone, like <laughs> I hope I don't see anybody. You know, Missy Pants over here comes and finds me and sits next to me. She's like, "Hi, yeah. my name is Diane. You and I are going to be besties." And I thought, "Oh, so I'm so yeah. screwed." <laughs> like, she's going to push me. She was going to push me. Yes, and I, that she that cracked me yeah. open. Yeah. She was the first one, by the way, that ever told me, she goes, you know what, I know you. She goes, but when I talk to other people, they don't know you because yeah. you have not broken down. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. just haven't let us see. I, yeah. It, yeah. But I, I was scared to because mm-hmm. I thought if I crack open, what's going to come out? Who am I? Who am I? Yes. And what if people you know? don't see that I'm not perfect it's and I have right. my shit totally together right. and I'm, you know, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Right. And I think by the time I had gotten in that room for school, I had been so cracked open going through my divorce and, yes. yeah. and really feeling completely like, Raw. You know, the dark night of the soul. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I'm like, I don't even care. Just here it is. Like, help me. Yeah. You know, I don't care. It's like, so this is me. Cool, but I think there's a, you know, and I had bought into that whole getting older and, you know, Remember and identified I didn't even with. Remember I say my age? Yes. I wouldn't say my age to people at USM. Yes, yeah. yes. I would not say my age. And she was like, what are you doing? It's like, don't talk about my age. If you do, I'm going to have to kill you. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, and I, cut you off I will cut no. you down. But when yeah. I turned 60, I made my birthday party. Mm-hmm. Remember, I mm-hmm. made a public thing about how I old I was. And it was, people looked at me like, well, how could that be such a big thing? But for me, yeah. ageism was an yeah. issue. It's a big yeah. thing. It is. Yes. And I think that's part of the conversation. I mean, for me, you know, growing up and, and being attractive and being, you know, married to, somebody that was a celebrity and football. I mean, not to be yeah. like secretive celebrity, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, and, and then getting divorced. I think there was a lot of that for me. Like, who am I yeah. without all of that? Of right. Yeah. Yeah. And I bought into it for a while and I'm not saying it's easy every day, but yeah. I do really own myself and yeah. I own my choices and I'm really aware and conscious of the choices I make yes. yeah. now. And I think that's the, and why. That's it. And I think that's what's important and what Mm -hmm. I love about you two as well Mm -hmm. is no matter what your choices are that you're making, like we all have the right to choose whatever we want. But do it from a place of empowerment and intention Mm -hmm. and deep consideration. Yeah, where it's like if you want to, like I love how you two look great. Like I love how like you take care of yourselves. Mm -hmm. That's inspiring Mm -hmm. for me to go, oh, well, I can too when I'm older. And and you do it from a place of self-love. You know, yes. where some people could judge that and say, oh, oh well, if you yeah. if you love yourself, then you go out and yeah. look like and you went to Botox or you went to, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and that's a whole other conversation. But yeah. the question is, are you doing it with intentionality? Right. And I think mm-hmm. you two are. And I think that's such a beautiful representation mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. because as we're entering, like I'm in my late 30s, like moving into 40s. And for me, it's exciting because I know internally I get yeah. better with age. Right. Like I'm like, I am. And by the way, she is like, pregnant right here I with a baby. Yeah, yes. two babies. Two babies. But internally, I'm getting better. And yeah. it's like, externally, yeah. I want to yeah. express that. And yes. I want to use this as my art to show what's happening on the inside and, and allow that to be a part of my life yeah. as well, as well right. as my heart and all the all other of things. It. Yeah. And just being who you are, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're not comfortable wearing makeup, then don't wear makeup. Totally. Yeah. If you're comfortable and you want makeup, then you wear And by the way, you can shift that, and it, it, it is stopping the judgment not so much of other people but inside judgment of ourselves yeah and it's like just let that stuff go and go you know what this is you do you do you you, that's the biggest thing i love what you guys are so true though it's do you yeah Yeah. you know and i think that is all part of the empowerment i think it's just do you i think coming back to what you were saying though like sometimes people don't actually even like what you said don't even know how to do them because we're so muddled with all of the inputs and we live in that like we're now 
LA right now. Mm-hmm. Like we, yeah. we've spoken yeah. before about like where we live, like there's no billboards, there's no marketing. So like you kind of have this sheltered view and then you come out here. And so it actually can be really yeah. hard to discern yeah. what mm-hmm. am I wanting and why? Like that actually is, is a process that people, yeah. it can be really, because we're mm-hmm. all relatively self-aware. We've done a lot of work, but like for people that haven't potentially yeah. been in that space, sitting in that conversation of, what am I chasing? Why am I chasing that? What yeah. am I trying to feel? Like that's a that's actually hard work to do. That you is know? hard it's, work, you, and like it's a big a question. Yeah. And sometimes really that can decimate your whole life. Yes. Like your whole identity can go away with that question. Yeah. I will tell you what you need to do. You need to go to Lex. <laughs> she does a two yeah. day weekend. Two, two two day weekends. Yeah. Yeah. You know the extreme yeah. and bridge. Yeah. It's a leadership program. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And I know, talk about some of the work yeah, you guys do. We, I know we talked about Soul School at the beginning, tease, you know, yeah. tell and about the business side. You guys talk about what you guys do because well, it's fascinating. And, you're get, and we, you give back. Yeah, and what you we do in the world. literally just came from our launch event in LA mm-hmm. last night for our new nonprofit. So I feel like that's the most alive for us right yeah. now. We're yeah. in the middle of launching a, a beautiful mm-hmm. film that we shot in Pelican Bay Prison. And we've just launched a nonprofit together uh, to yeah. support just amazing initiatives that are re- already existing in the world. And we really want to get behind them with our impact and our, mm-hmm. you know, our influence because both of us believe that service is really the underlying you know, driver for what's really important to us. Yeah. You know, it's really, really it's crucial passion. to us. Yeah, yeah and we passion. recognize too, it's like our businesses are service-based. Like yeah. we support people, we help people, yeah. but it, it reaches a certain audience. And as much as we're gonna keep trying to expand that audience and reach yeah. as many people as possible, there are just certain issues that are so deep in our society that we care so much about yeah. mm-hmm. that are also very divisive issues. And one thing Em and I, when we came together to create Sister Society with a couple other females, it was like, we wanna take these super divisive issues and create a bridge and create mm-hmm. this middle ground where people, no matter what side of the fence you're on, yeah. can find the humanity and connect to that. And mm-hmm. if we can make you care about the human being, then we erase all the politics around it. We erase that, well, it's gotta be done this way or this way because we now care about that there's a human being involved and a life that matters. And outside of yourself. Yeah, yeah. We're so much passion and purpose. It's like, it's outside of yourself. Yes, yes. And that's one of the biggest Mm -hmm. things with Sister Society is not only do we wanna like be the wind beneath the wings of these other organizations, but we wanna inspire women especially because we truly believe that women are like the backbone of society. Mm -hmm. But women and men, we wanna inspire them to get out of just your business, get out of just your world and think about your neighborhood, think about your community, think about your society. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Even the through line with the work that we do supporting women in business and mm-hmm. is really, I mean, I believe and Alex does too, it's like women, we, Queens, we're gonna change the world. Like we are the ones are that. By the way, the yeah. Dalai Lama said that. Yeah. Exactly, it's, I, a, it's I a thing. thing. I believe everything he says. But circling it. back to that, Jesus. like, women need to own their value and need to step into the space so that yeah. can happen. Like, we need to economically empower ourselves, which yes. is what we're passionate about in terms yes. of supporting mm-hmm. women to like mm-hmm. step into their value and own mm-hmm. that, so that we can have. Because you can't create change if you can't change anything within yourself. You yes. can't create change if you can't change your life. So we need to support people to really make those fundamental shifts inside themselves, so they mm-hmm. have. Even the desire or the yeah. the resources or the willingness to be because if you're in survival you can't no, you can't yeah. do can't, that you can't even giving back yeah you know, which is you're just really trying important. to take yeah, yeah even survive. survival mode too because this is one thing that gets twisted a lot of women that we work with are in like their solo nuclear laptop yeah. working yeah and they're so disconnected from community that isolated that, yeah that's yeah. an element of survival where it's like me against the world and I got to make mm. this happen and that actually is another business we created called Ladies Lifestyle Club, which yep. is getting women oh, in a community yes. yep. of other women oh, who are up to this. extraordinary things yeah. to have friends and to do yeah. amazing things yeah. together because we are not thriving if we're not actually living a life that's yeah. pleasant and joyful and all the things. So, you know, Di and I were talking, we were Last so excited yesterday as you heard our, yeah. <laughs> we our so podcast. I love our messages from you. Oh yeah. my God, we were like 15 years old. I was shrieking. But what I was telling her, I mean, for all of my career, I've always worked alone. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, television was always by yourself or yeah. you'd have a co-host for a little bit and that was it. I have so much joy at this point in my life mm-hmm. that I have a bestie, that mm. yes, we yeah. have a project that we love, and yep. we get to do this, and we get to yeah. talk to extraordinary women like yeah. you guys yeah. and share that because it really is. I mean, we used to say girl tribe. Now it's like the queendom. Yes. And it's yes. like yeah. all our yeah. girlfriends. Yeah. Are, yeah. They're all, we look at everybody as queens, and yeah. it's like we 
Yeah. There's so much joy in supporting each other, yeah. just watching. Yes. Um, you know, like I said earlier, there's 8 billion people on yeah. the planet. Yeah. There are so many voices that need to be heard yeah. and need to go mm-hmm. out and help mm-hmm. heal people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think also as well, like redefining what success looks like on your own terms too, I think is really important yeah. for women. Yeah. It's like we, again, living in a city like LA, mm-hmm. like there's 8 billion people. Success and like how you want to do things is different for everyone. And yeah. so it's like really re-identifying. And this was something that we did this year with one of our programs with Lex and I with our conversations of being like, wow, we're already there. Like we're, we're so programmed to continuously strive, strive, yeah. strive, strive. Yes. I need to get there. I need to get there. When I'm thinner, when I mm-hmm. have the boyfriend, when I have the job, yeah. when I have the money, then I'll fill in the blank, be happy, be worthy, be whatever. And I think it's like a a really big thing that needs to become conscious. It's like we get to all redefine what it means. What does it mean to be happy, successful? It doesn't need to look how it looks to somebody else. Yeah, and I really believe that when all that's gone, you have you. Yeah. Like that. And that should be enough. Everywhere you go, there you are. And it's so fabulous. Like, yeah, yeah, like all everything else is temporary. Yeah. That's it. If you can be alone, Right, and you can go into your room and feel complete and joyful, yeah. and all those things that you give yourself. Yeah. Then, when someone else comes in your life, that's mm-hmm. just an additive. Yeah, it's yeah. amplified. You know, that's it amplified. Is. amplified. I re- when I first is. started on my like path, I, I like to call it like of awakening, and yeah. you know, like twenty years ago, I think I really went hardcore, and I would go through my day, and at the end of the day, I would take stock yeah. and I would be washing my face and I'm like I feel really good about like who yeah. I am today like yeah. today I really had a great day mm-hmm. I really checked you know I yeah. really checked in yeah. and yeah. that is such a beautiful practice mm-hmm. to yes. just start really like going wow I really like who I am yeah I really like how how I made that person feel today yeah. I really liked that yeah. I showed up for this person yeah. I really liked how I completed this or did yeah. something for my children or yeah. whatever that looked like yeah. whatever it looks yeah. like and you it know, can be killed so it in a business job or yeah. took a beautiful walk yeah. in nature whatever yes. mm-hmm. and I would just take inventory at the end of the day and just go Ah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And just yeah. be very conscious. And it slowly just started building. Yeah. yeah. And what you focus on expands. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. that's it. You're nailing a point that I think, again, women have such a hard time with is celebration. Oh. Mm-hmm. And giving so ourselves true. credit for anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, or accepting just stopping. Yes. yes. Which, again, is that receiving. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's just okay. like when you say that, it's like you're receiving the blessings yeah. of life and yeah. you're allowing yourself to actually feel right. it. Mm-hmm. But most people don't think nurturing is you receiving. Yeah. I mean, most people think oh, it's nurturing so is like what you do to everybody else. And that was a, that was a game changer for me about that. 10 years ago. It was like, wait a minute. I'm, I can nurture myself. I can receive yes. myself. Mm-hmm. And a, a therapist, uh, one of my spiritual leaders a couple years ago said to me, she goes, I want you to practice the, the presence and the power of receiving. Yeah. And I went, well, I receive. She goes, yeah, no. And I went, okay, how am I not receiving? It's pretty much everything. And yeah. it, because I was like, I wanted to be liked. I wanted yeah. to feel like I was purposeful. Yeah. I wanted to people pleasing, mm-hmm. caretaking. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, which all is all stuff. external. Oh my god, yes. push, push, yeah. push, push, push. And, and then it felt uncomfortable yeah. for a while when someone said, or I, you know, someone said, "Well, can I help you with that?" Sure. And I'd be like, I could do it by myself. It's okay. No, I'm love your help. You know, yeah. like, I'm experiencing that. that so much right now. I'm in a new relationship as the oh, oh are you? Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Oh, I didn't know. Extra glow coming off over the air. No, but it's like this is so so testing to my level to receive right yeah. now. Like he's yeah. the, like, opens all the doors, pays for things. Like you know, is so courteous and thoughtful, and it's like oh oh okay, you want to do that for me? Oh okay, oh you want to do that for me? Wow okay, yes. you know, it's so really good. confronting. I mean, it's amazing. Thing, and I know you guys are great with this. You're like, you will not text them. You will not do this. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, I know. Just let him, let him, let him We're, we're come. a relationship coach. We like, are. Between yeah. us three. Yeah. Yeah. she wants it or not. Between us three, you better it. get this thing. You know. <laughs> it's like It's popping. It's popping. Yeah. But, but it's it's just interesting to, to really come up, come up against that and yeah. see how like many stories you make up around like. It's all stories, right? Yeah. It's all it's, stories. And it comes back to worthiness, too. Totally. It is. Yeah. And trust, too, because I recognize my level of not receiving really was connected to my level of mistrust that Mm -hmm. others could have me and Mm -hmm. hold me. Because I was born from such a young age of, like, (laughs) independent, do it yourself, don't trust anybody, make sure you've got Mm -hmm. yourself. 
And that activated my warrior, which is great and has yeah. killed it in life in a yes. lot of ways. Yes. But at the cost of my queen, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? Yes. And I've had to really purposefully develop that part of myself because the independent me is like, I got it, I got it, right. I don't yes. need. But it's really trust. Like, yeah. can I trust myself enough to have myself, but also trust others to have Yes, me? and to, like let to them give it over. It's a surrendering. <sighs> I love a that, let them time. hold Like me. it's holding, yeah. Yes. Now it's holding. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I wanna, I really wanna share with our listeners because Alexi, is, I mean, this is one of the reasons that I actually was so drawn to you. I had seen her online and she was considered, you know, you're considered a huge thought leader for your generation. And woo, woo. Crazy. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, oh my God, but, just me. But all you gotta, you know, if you're in your presence, you humble get it. Is. And you're yeah. very yeah. humble and it's just, and, and so I really, yeah. and she yeah. started, so I wanna hear a little bit about your journey. Yeah. Of like, how you became. The baby queen, queen. baby Big queen. <laughs> She's actually all of our queens, fat, one color, baby queen. Yeah, yes. well, it's it's like a, I have like 40 different lives that yeah. I've lived. Yes. Uh, I'm like, where do you start with that? Like, legit. <laughs> yeah. um, but from a young age, I got into this work because my mom was always into personal development yeah. and Tony Robbins and Marion Williamson and Wayne Dyer right. and Louise Hay. And so I grew up listening to books on tape in our car rides oh, because my parents lived powerful. eight hours away from each other. So during like custody shifts, it was like Tony Robbins, and I'm like, Mom, can we put on Madonna and Janet Jackson? She's like, Okay, after this tape. <laughs> when you meet Elixie's mom, Elixie makes so much more sense. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm telling so you, I'm telling you, yeah, they're like so totally good. Yeah, one hundred percent. So that was in me at a young age. But what I what I realized is my my because I very similar to you, I had yeah. this thing where I felt like I had to perform. Yeah, I had to achieve. So a ninety eight on a test wasn't good enough. A hundred, right. it had to be perfect. Oh, wow. And so I, I felt this need to always do better, always achieve. And I come from an immigrant family from Greece, where it's like you work, you work, you work, you earn your way through everything. Mm -hmm. So I got into the music industry at a young age and traveled the world with a major artist at the time and. Saw a whole world behind the scenes that I thought was going to solve all my problems, you know, from from back yeah. here. Yeah. Behind Someone the curtain. fixing you. Oh yeah. Well, right. money fixing me, right. fame fixing me, significance fix, fixing me. Right. Recognizing around nineteen that it's a black hole if you don't have any self worth or self love. Mm. Right. And seeing a lot of really famous and really wealthy people just struggling. Mm. To, to keep the lights on in the house, you know? Yeah. And so I was in Africa actually on a final stop on tour and recognized that I kind of had turned into this self-indulgent human being mm -hmm. and had a wake up moment where I saw a shanty town and I saw how people were living and I'm like, who did you become? You essentially mm -hmm. sold yourself out for fame mm -hmm. and there's so much more. And, and I've always been a giver and I've always been someone who like yeah. loves humanity. Mm -hmm. And that came back in, and I called myself out on my own BS and said, That's "I got to change something." How old were you then? I was twenty. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so, so young. Yeah. yeah, I was looking for bars at twenty. I mean, I was, you know? still, doing, I was still doing that too. I was like, yeah, "That's yeah. amazing." <laughs> but yeah. at that point, I came back to New York City, and my album was about to come out, and I had all this press coming out on me, and I just fell off the face of the earth because I didn't know how to deal with that, mm. and also say like, "This doesn't feel aligned." So I just changed my phone number, like got a waitressing job, like just wow. left, hid, hid. Wow. Because wow. I, I couldn't confront saying no to that because everyone told me I was crazy, Yeah, you know, because that's yeah. the dream. But I, I knew something had to change. So I started a nonprofit working in Africa, building clean water wells and all this other stuff. And that continued my journey through personal development on the side while I was doing entertainment and television yeah. hosting and all the things. But Africa, Tanzania in particular, this woman Zamda mm -hmm. in a village called Mangalali broke me open. Mm -hmm. And she did it just by her way of being. Mm -hmm. And she was literally holding my hands, looking me in the eyes, thanking myself and my partner for bringing clean water to their mm -hmm. community. And my brain was receiving it. I'm like, wow, yeah, we've done, we've done well, but I couldn't feel it. And mm -hmm. she was crying and she was speaking Swahili and just like so, present mm, and my chest. partner's over here like crying yeah. and just like feeling all of it and I'm judging my partner for being emotional yeah. <laughs> and like literally like oh here she goes again yeah. being emotional <laughs> and I literally I question that at the end of the day I'm like why did I judge her yeah because I was judging myself because I couldn't feel her mm. and I recognized that I had all these walls and I was 26 at the time mm. wow. all these walls 
that I had built and, and conveniently put personal development on top of, mm -hmm. but it was surface level personal development mm -hmm. that made me very successful and I could yeah. say all the right things and be well received, but I didn't actually know what my heart was or what it felt like or yeah. any of that. Wow. So that moment cracked the surface and had me journal and had me actually un unveil a trauma I went through at 20 mm -hmm. in the music industry, getting raped and sexually assaulted at gunpoint, oh. which I just chucked away and put aside and was like, Finally. that never happened. Mm. Wow. But opening that up allowed me to access everything. Yeah. And that just changed. How old were you when you opened that up? When 26. You, so you did it at 26. Yeah. Finally. And then that's when I started seeing my, my world in entertainment, which I was a success. Yeah. But I started looking at it differently like, oh, this is out of alignment and this doesn't mm -hmm. feel good yeah. to me because I was so in touch with my feelings at that point. And so I slowly, it took me about three years to get out of it and got into coaching and personal development full time at 29. So you followed your, I, I said this, I was talking about this to Perry yesterday. I'm like, you answered the call. Yeah. Your soul was mm. knocking. Yes. Yeah. Saying, yes. saying, wake up, yes. wake up, we're ready, it's mm -hmm. go time. Yeah, and, and like it wasn't it was easy. Moment. Like no. the wake up no. required me to let go of everything yeah. that was comfortable. Right. Like I walked away from a lucrative career in entertainment that was easy. Yeah. Like I had worked my ass off to get it to the point yeah. where I didn't have to go on castings anymore, where yeah. I was getting booked for everything and like I had sure. the dream life. Yeah. Did you ever go back to your singing? Because I is didn't. The, you just kind of threw that in there, which is new to me. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I'd like you to sing right now. I'm sitting here going, I didn't put that in the intro. Yeah, you did. You have a very fun music video with Alexi in it. so many music now. videos. Well, so here's the thing. I've never been a singer, but I'm a performer. Yeah. I love to dance. Yeah. I love, I'm an artist. I love to yeah. make music. I DJed yeah. for a long time. Like, I love music and all of that. Yeah. However, it's so interesting. One of the things I told Preston, as I'm now, like, in mamahood and I'm feeling all the creative yeah. juices, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've always wanted to learn the guitar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to get back to my to my music. Like, I want to yeah. just, like, find what my unique yeah. voice is now. Mm -hmm. Because I was auto-tuned, which is like, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you know what auto-tuned yeah. is. Yeah. It's like I, they were trying to make me something. Electronic. Yeah. yeah. So Electronic I was voice. literally like made into the yeah. artist that they wanted me to be. So I don't even know what my authentic your real? singing voice is. Mm -hmm. And I want to find that. Mm -hmm. Have you, you guys know what the TikToks are? So I'm yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. So TikToks. <laughs> we have a friend who has your TikToks, very, by the way. Yeah. TikToks could help bring is out all about that. It. I'm like, wait, I didn't even know this was happening. Yeah, it was a whole, I was <laughs> so quite impressed with my performance, I'm not going to lie. I have seen them, yes. yes. Oh but I didn't know God. Amber was super into it. So I'm now not, I know. Amber was, when we were at your place, we <laughs> did a couple. And you and your dog went TikTok famous. Oh, yeah, did you know that Reese got TikTok famous? It got like no. 200,000 views or something oh, in the hot tub. See, now we got to know You have a new business deal right there. I love this story. I think what's so, and what's also cool about it is that, you know, for people listening to, it doesn't, if it's, you're older and you've hit, you know, past the 29 year old and you're still thinking, God, I still don't know who I am. Mm, I yeah. still don't know what's going on. I'm 55 or I'm 60 or I'm 70. It's, yeah. you know, you still have time. Yeah. That's the most beautiful yes. thing is that it doesn't matter when you start the journey because there no. really yep. is no destination. That's the than, point there. Well, right? That's the point there. There is no it. destination. You're not going anywhere. No. <laughs> like, so just start, and, and I think yeah. the conversation, and I even hear it in 20 year olds, oh, 22, I'm getting old. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, what? Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, that is, you know, in the social yeah. media and this and that. And yeah. I, think, I think it's our duty as yeah. women, even yeah. for the younger generation yes. of kids yeah. coming up, and, they're, and the misinformation they're getting, yeah. and yeah. the disconnection and the comparison and right. the, oh, I, oh, it's too much. I just wow. am so yeah. like deeply like mm. both grateful mm. but also disturbed about like growing up with social media. Like I'm yeah. grateful that I was not in that yeah. cusp but I really feel like it's, been a, game it's a whole different a game thing game. for people like yeah. especially young, I mean depression rates and young yeah. girls oh, are skyrocketing. Suicide, like, suicide. suicide. Yeah. yeah. So disturbing. And it goes back comes, to the same thing. They don't know who they are. Yeah. And, the and awareness. I think that's the conversation even as mothers that mm. we have with our yeah. kids. Boys too, by the way. Oh, 100%. You know, yeah. and, and just yeah. saying, you know, who you are. And it's not like giving them accolades that are false. Yeah. You know, you do too much of that. But just sharing with them. Like you said, you went back to your parents. Yeah. Like, you know, who was I was a little kid? It's like just, you know, encouraging mm -hmm. that growth so yeah. that they feel like 
they don't have to be somebody else or if they're not as good as Suzy Q on Instagram has got a right. million followers, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Most of the time yeah. it's fake. That's a projection. And that's what I love about you guys too and sharing your stories of like, you know, being married to these celebrities and having these yeah. glamorous lives but still having this inner turmoil and these things yeah. you had to experience. It's like not, not projecting that like, oh, that person's got this yeah. perfect, it's yeah. so... Uh, yeah. Not even often, all the time. Not true, because we're human. We're looking it's at the highlight, highlight real. And it's not just the kids. It's the no, adults. It's got it's it's no, it's for everyone. It's all It's worse. Equally. Yes. Yes. And it's just, and, and yeah. I believe that there's so much, the connection has been lost. Yeah. yeah. And connection. The human connection. There's a human yeah. connection. And people that have the most fulfilling lives at the end of the day come back, and they always say it's about their relationships. That's yeah. It, all yeah. the yeah. stuff, yeah. all, yeah. and it's always about that. Yeah. And so I always go back to, even with my kids, it's like no matter how bad something gets mm -hmm. or how much achievement they get or whatever, I always come back to, but you're just an amazing human being. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I love you. It's, so it's true. And I love you, and let's go hang out. Yeah. You know, that's and great. that's it. <laughs> right? You know, Marianne yeah. Williamson said something to, she was doing, talking about parenting in a class, and she said, you know, we're now raising boys that are. Mm. really lost in who mm. they are. She goes, because they're raised by single moms. 100%. Yeah. So we're very feminine, and so we always talk about feelings. And she said, the worst thing you could ask your son is, how do you feel? Yeah. Mm. She's the most important question to ask him is, what do you think? Yeah. Wow. And she goes, with the girls, with the daughters, for the fathers is not to tell them, Oh, you look so pretty. Yeah, you yeah. look great in that outfit. Look how pretty. Look how yeah. cute you are. And you're smiling. Yeah. It's the fathers to say. So you know, what is it that you want to do in your life? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and giving them accolades for what they've produced, what mm. they've, who they are as a person, yeah. and not talk about the way they look. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's an interesting way if we start teaching that thing now as they're young. So mm -hmm. when they get older, they have that different narrative about themselves. Yes. That's Massive. so important. And I think I love what you brought up about our young boys because yeah. boys often get overlooked in our society and we focus on like women's issues and all of that but our young men are in a crisis right now they sure are. because our men have been in a crisis for decades yeah. and now we're at this point in society where the patriarchy or whatever you want to call it is starting to shift and the powers that have been are no longer and women are rising and we're entering this really interesting time where we yeah. get to really look at how we're identifying and how we're training our children and how we're there right. for them and something you actually said and you it was I think our first coaching session and I remember this moment and it's it's sticking with me and it's going to stick with me you both said the most important time to be with your kids is in the teenage years yes and it's often when parents mm -hmm. go okay we're my done. Job's done they're 16 they know what's going on <laughs> no I tested that too yeah. by the way <laughs> sorry Billy and not she that did it was like, you gotta get home. No, it's true. It's I had true. a girlfriend tell me you know, who was older than me and had her kids, and she said, you know, it's a good thing you did all this stuff when you were when the kids were younger. Yeah. She goes, because when it really counts is when they hit like 12 and 13. Wow. And I thought, really? And so I consciously started doing that and staying mm -hmm. home. And, you know, they're gonna test us. I mean, I'd go on a trip and I, I trust them one time. One time, kids. <laughs> that's all you get. And so Bowie, of course, had a party, a rager oh, going on. Yeah. Saba's in there. Woohoo! And I'm like coming home going, Mom's home. Yeah. Oh, you know, scattered like a bunch of mice. <laughs> you know? oh my God. Yes. goes. And then that's I just so thought, you know, to help them not to create that. Yeah. If I do have to be gone and their dad is out of town, I'm going to have someone there just to give them a pause button. Yeah. Because they still need it. And, yes. and, and they yeah. need to know you're still there and that you care and that yeah. you that. Boundaries. I mean, Boundaries. Yeah. huge. And they, like our film. And yeah. that's why I bring it up because the film that we yeah. just produced for Sister Society, yeah. 11 was the critical age for these young men. It's when they wanted to figure out who they were and find Looking for something role models to and, yeah. and role models. And we as a society have become so busy in our lives that we forget that 
even our kids that are 18 are still kids. Yeah, uh, yeah babies. Yeah. Their frontal lobe is still babies. developing still. and closing until 25, 26 years old. That's right. I know. Yeah. And true. it's, I, I have 20 year olds, I know. Yeah. yeah. She's like, and I'm it's... living yet. Yeah. I'm still waiting for <laughs> 25 years. I'm waiting <laughs> one more year. No. <laughs> and then the countdown, it never stops. Yeah. I know. My mother has five kids and yeah. she's still like <laughs> constant. Yeah. Well, but, you guys yeah. brought up one thing, and, and <laughs> I, I'm just thinking about this because, you know, sometimes there's some connotations when we talk about us being queens. Men, I can see, kind of go, like, yeah, what does that right. mean? Yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, to include them, it's them being kings 100%. too, yeah. and honoring them. So yeah. when we talk about being queens, it's not this like we think we're the better no. gender yeah. or the better anything. It's just, and it's not at the cost of anyone else. No, and yeah. it's, and no. it's like if you have a man in your life, you want a king, yeah, and that yeah. you want mm-hmm. him to be the best yeah. in who he is, mm-hmm. and you know, and yeah. it's. It's the same thing. So anyway, I just had to throw that in. No, I think this is important though because there can be a lot of like this with this whole feminine rising conversation. There's a lot of like danger with man bashing. Man bashing, and it gets very separated, and it's like it's not about that at all. That's not what it is, and it doesn't help anything. Doesn't help us. Doesn't help them. And we don't want to do it. It's like we do. We want someone to take the steering wheel. If they're alpha male, and you get to be beta for a while. Yes, love it. I think there's an alpha queen and a beta queen. I'm like, yeah, you're like both. You're in beta mode. I'm learning to love. My beta queen. Yes. <laughs> I'm available for it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the yin and the yang, yeah. right? And we can still be a queen and be in our beta. And yes. I think that's an important facet. A lot of women beat themselves up because they're not as driven as this yeah. woman. And again, we get into that comparison. Right. And queen just means ownership. Yeah. Getting yeah. back to how we yeah. started this conversation. Where right. Even if you're like, I want to be the best mom right. and be so And that present. was me. And I was that thing. was me, and, and I really own that. that. That's not and the most really thing. Yeah. I've never exactly. been super, and this is the truth. I've never been super driven by financial wealth. Yeah. I, yeah. I I've been blessed, yeah. but I, it wasn't my my driving motivation yeah. in life. I wasn't super yeah. driven to have this huge thing. But I loved being a mom. You yeah. are an amazing it. mama so, too. Oh, it makes me emotional. Um, oh, so, such no, a good mama. but I but I mean, you know, I I did I did. I did the best I could. And Which, I by the way, is I our was, point. It's never too late. Now it's look at your creator. Yeah, and yeah. this is yeah. the thing, you guys. So this show, what we're talking about, is my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going back to school and getting my master's at 53 years yeah. old yeah. and recreating my life. Mm-hmm. I've been a single mom for um, 10 years and yeah. having a, a pretty hot, challenging mm-hmm. divorce. Yeah. Yeah. And it was challenging for years and yeah. having taking care of my children solely. Mm-hmm. It was a lot for me. I wasn't yeah. used to that. Huge. I didn't know how to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I was redefining myself. And so, mm-hmm. and now I look at it 10 years later and creating this show and I have my own business yeah. and coaching and so, all of it. It's yeah. just like, I feel really proud of that. And I yeah. sit there and I look at, and I look back and I'm like, wow, like I've never done this and it's not too late. Yeah. That's yes. right. And I always say, I, one of my favorite things it's always like we're all right on time. Yeah. Like our time mm-hmm. is right where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Yes. We wake up, our yeah. journey, we're always Hallelujah. on time. That's yeah. so we're true. We're always on yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Our lives unfold on time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when it's you're gentle, soul. it's compassion, it's gentleness with yeah. yourself, it's yeah. being really proud of whatever it is you're mm-hmm. doing in your life yeah. and not letting society like define that. Yeah, you know? 100%. Yeah. And so, the reinvention yeah. piece I think is huge because mm-hmm. A lot of us think that it takes a big moment, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes yeah. the big moments drive it, like mm-hmm. a divorce or anything right. huge. Yeah. But every day is the possibility for yeah. me to imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, I catch myself still to this day. Even yesterday, I was thinking, like, ooh, how do I want to recreate myself for the mm-hmm. rest of this year? That's yeah. exciting. You know, like, I love yes, that. Like, love what that. a fun way to play with life. Yes. And I think we, we get to, to recalibrate how we work with life. Because a lot of us mm, just go through life that, as Alexi. this like, yeah. hamster yeah. wheel. We got to keep going. Yeah. Got to get to there again. Mm-hmm. The, the their disease. Yeah. But the like, their disease. Yeah, I love it, it is. It's a disease. Yeah. Yeah. And and instead go. How do I want to create myself today? Yeah. You know, how do I want to play with the art called me? Yes, I love that. Well, yeah. think about the women. So I mean, I was just uh, Louise Hay popped in my mind. Mm. I mean, she didn't start her 60. business till she was yeah. sixty. I know. Hey, yeah. hey House, yeah. come yeah. on already. And right. now, I mean, her legacy lives so deeply. So oh. deeply. And, the, and again, all the people that 
came and oh writers gosh. and Dwayne. I mean, yeah. Just think Everybody. of all the people that wouldn't Everybody. have come in. Everybody. Everybody. And she created a movement. And what I love about Louise is where it started. Yes. So her the inception of it was her own healing. Mm -hmm. And she brought that out and started working with the gay community and like yeah. communities in New York City were affected by AIDS mm -hmm. and HIV. Yeah. And it was like service, 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 service. Yeah. And then it just Yeah. Isn't that so Because cool. it was so mm -hmm. real. I yeah. love yeah. that. So real. Well, don't you think so. that's what part of what we've been talking about, defining ourselves as a queen? It's also... It's our passion is not too far away from ourselves. Yeah. I mean, so many times we look outside and we think, well, that person's doing that, and that seems to be where the market is going. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to copy oh that. God. I'm going to do yes. that. You and know? it's like, no, it's your own unique yeah. power. Yes. And it's your own soul mm -hmm. curriculum yes. that's saying, yes. no, 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 that person's got that. I want you yeah. to do this. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that spirit led. That takes. That takes refinement you know because mm -hmm. you have yeah. to like that trusting and that surrender yeah. and that faith is a muscle that mm -hmm. you have to build like even that mentality of always on time like that's like cultivation that of is, mindset that you have to continuously like yeah and that's a retraining it's a whole bunch yeah exactly and that's but that's important to note because yeah. it's like because people can sit there and go okay it's great like yeah it's not scary but it is it is scary to trust it's scary to surrender it can be really scary to like not know what the hell you're going to do next but yeah i think it's like having that commitment like for me even like i'm in a big transition to me to me you exemplify that yeah i mean you do i want to hear a yeah yeah, because, because that's you. I mean, you guys are complimentary as right, a we team. Love each other. She's AKA she's she's Marilyn, <laughs> baby queen. We call her all the things. Um, but uh, the but reason your business that I, after yeah, that. and I, I, I love your spirit. You mm -hmm. have such a beautiful lightness about you. You're mm -hmm. such a gamer. Oh my goodness! Like this until, her a until gamer. she has the badass. I mean, yeah, I used to think that. Gamer. I used to think she was this very quiet, demure yeah. thing. And I heard her speak. Oh, hell's badass! This girl's badass. Yeah, I have she's a like, nickname for her. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. There it is, General G. Oh, <laughs> because she is yes. so fierce and like so cutthroat. So sometimes. fierce! Oh, badass she is so fierce. I'm like going. Hello. I just leaned in because she kind of scared me at first, and I'm like, I'm gonna win her over and you did and I did <laughs> but it was almost you know I, what I think is such a beautiful quality and I want to I want to know more about like yeah what where did you develop that and yeah. where did that because you grew up in New Zealand yeah and started your own business yeah and created this mm. huge company yeah and then met your Partner in all the crimes. And all of the crimes. And so tell me a little bit about how you started Conscious Boss. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's one of those things mm -hmm. like when you tell your story, like where mm -hmm. do you where do you take yeah. it? Um, but speaking to the commander, I was apparently I was a gen <laughs> apparently I was a general in a past life. Yeah. So like oh, that's oh, for sure. Right? <laughs> I, was, the I was told. Um, okay, that's hilarious. But, well, it's gonna be interesting actually to have this conversation now and then versus, you know, you guys know I'm going to Hoffman to like do yes. like pull out all of those stories yeah. and actually look at where a lot of this has come from. Don't from, get soft on us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Gonna gonna come back. Oh, no. No. You're gonna get <laughs> sharpened. You're gonna yeah. get sharpened yeah. more. Yeah. Watch out. I, I mean, I think I grew up in a, like in a household that I think that like achievement was validated as well. So like I've always been a results-driven person. I've always like you know I, my dream when I was like five was to be a CEO of a multinational corporation. Like I can Let remember having that thought. Like so, 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 like I had to remember having that thought at a really young age, which is essentially like so kind of what I am now in a weird way. But I was always very driven um, to create, and I was always worked hard. Like so I don't really I think it was relatively innate. Like but I the didn't entrepreneurial have a spirit was always there. I think there. it was like. I mean, I, I always knew that I wanted like a big life. Like I can remember having this feeling of feeling like I, I want life to be big. Like I've mm -hmm. always had this desire and I guess like a belief that, you know, we can create like so much, there's so much possibility, but I've just known that I would like always work for that. So Conscious Boss came for me out of, I had a network marketing business for a couple of years, but that came before I was, um, so I lost my dad to cancer at 24. And I think I was in living in Australia, I was working, I was doing all the things. And I just realized like after that, I think I was like, okay, well I don't want this person's top job, right? Like, yeah. so I don't want mine, definitely. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, if I'm climbing yeah. the wrong ladder, like let me get off this ladder. Um, and I went, you know. <laughs> Where am I going? Where am I going? I don't want to go there. So yeah. <laughs> I get here. <laughs> right? yeah. So 
like, what is going on? Why am I here? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, which so many people are doing. Yeah. 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 Yes. Do it. Yeah. So like yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter, remember the scene where the staircases would all move around? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. What? That's exactly Exactly. It. Yeah. And then I went home to New Zealand and then ended up just kind of deciding to really look at what lit me up. And I really loved mm. health. I really loved um, business. And that's when I got into network marketing. Mm -hmm. And at the time, and I think this is important, it's like, it didn't feel like the thing, like I wasn't like, this is the thing. Like I was like, okay, this is, I'm curious about this. Like I'm, and it's answering the call, right? Like this feels like the next right step that could open out into something. And then for over those next couple of years and eventually like I ended up in New York and um, at this event and had this just knowing that like, I really made this decision in the moment that I didn't, I was no longer gonna let fear be the reason why I didn't do something. Cause mm. I wanted to do a business. I knew my network marketing business wasn't the thing in yeah. my gut, like mm -hmm. I knew it for like yeah. the entire time, but just was like, let's keep doing this. How do you deal with fear? How do I deal with fear? Um, I mean, I really think that, and we were speaking to this, I think before we started mm -hmm. shooting, like it's that, that courage builds yeah. confidence, right? Like yeah. we all, I think it's knowing that the fear is a natural result of taking steps and wanting to create something new rather than feeling like okay the fear is there so therefore it means I shouldn't whereas like I know fear is a natural a natural element so I know that I need to step into that unknown for me to cultivate so you don't, the confidence. you don't move away from it, you no. step into it. I, yeah, I now. step into that, it And now. that, I think, is what Key. speaks yeah. to her success and the success I know all of us have yeah. had, yeah. that a lot of people don't get the behind the scenes on because yeah. they mm. see the finished product, but they don't yeah. see that it took us getting over ourselves time yeah. and time and time again uh -huh. to speak on stages yeah. and do a yeah. TEDx talk and yeah. do all the things that you know yeah. we've all done. Right. It's mm -hmm. it's challenging and yep. it's scary. Yeah, it, it is scary. It's yeah, growth it is. is scary. Oh, so, so scary. scary. Yeah. Growth is scary. Yeah. All of that know where you're going. But, yeah. but if we're not growing, then right. life gets really stale. Yeah. So yeah. having that outlook, which I love mm. that you're pointing that out of. You know, like I lean in towards that. Mm. I look forward to that yeah. because you know there's a growth there. Mm -hmm. My favorite quote of all time is, uh, we must walk consciously only part way towards our goal and then leap into the darkness to mm. our success. Ah. And I love yeah. that. It's by Henry David Thoreau. Because it's like, again, I think as a society, we have an obsession with certainty. Yeah. We have an obsession mm. with knowing how it's gonna go. We have an obsession with knowing we're gonna be okay. We have an obsession with knowing how things are gonna work out. Will they love me? Will I be successful? Will I have enough money? It's like, I need to know. Yeah. And I think that needing to know like keeps so many people stuck I from so that. many things that they want. They want control. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, control. Oh my God, control. Hi, yeah, yeah. same. Like, yeah. So, you know, another word for that is- but you that can't have it. It's an no. illusion. Yeah. It's, an, it's illusion. an illusion. And another word for that is a divine unknown. That's yeah. where yeah. all Holy. the magic happens Everything. in the gap. But that's, but that's Everything. But it's so scary. And it's like, I think that's yes. why it's so important to presence is it's like, it's scary for all of us. Like oh, it, it's it so is so scary, but it's so worth yeah. it. Yeah. But when yeah. you have yeah. each other, yeah. when you have yes. each other and you're queendom yeah. together, I think <laughs> yeah. it's so you true. Do. No, but it's, it's true. true. It it's everything. I mean, yes. when we first met with you guys and we were talking about this, I was like, holy shit. What are we doing <laughs> oh my God, I yeah. gotta do this, I gotta yeah. that. You know, and then and then as the, the day progressed, it was like, you know, because of you guys' mm. encouragement, mm. by the way. Yeah. You know, then it was like, okay, He's an alchemy. We can do this. We can do this, yeah. right? Yeah. We can do this. And yeah. we walked out of there because we had your encouragement, yep. and I think that's and an love. important piece and for it's us. Not, and it doesn't. And it doesn't end. It just grows. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I really. I mean, I live by the saying, "We rise by lifting others." Yeah. Totally. I, I just. It, there's just no doubt in my mind and yeah. love heals yeah. and so whatever people can do like they're always like well how do I make a difference on the planet and I'm like yeah. how you make a difference is you love your family yes. you yes. love your next door neighbor yes. mm -hmm. yeah you make a difference in your friend's life yes. and you just love start mm -hmm. at home and you That's love it. yourself yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so okay so I want to make sure we get the rest of your story in uh -huh. so you going to con we got to go to the creation of yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I came home and decided fear was like not going to be the reason why I didn't do you know what I wanted to do and it's, but still again had no clue really what I was doing. Um, but I came home. I started conscious boss. Like the name came to me. Like I had no idea what I was even going to be Love doing. Yeah. I had no idea like even what I was going to be doing. And I just remember. And I wish I 
can remember some of the names that I tried to get because I just knew I wanted a .com. Like, and then some of them, they would have been so terrible. But I, like, <laughs> I wish I knew what they were yeah. just to be like, oh my God. Um, but I kind of I, like eventually ended up working with conscious entrepreneurs and mm -hmm. women business that wanted to be, you know, mission driven, you know, entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. But that was not it at all at the beginning. You know, it's just kind of, again, divine. Like, yeah. I don't know where that name came from, but then it ended up it being such the, mm -hmm. the thing that I ended up doing. Um, but, you know, it was like two years of working in other jobs. I worked at Lululemon, I ran events, and then I started events in New Zealand solely out of wanting community. Like it was oh. it was not a business reason. It wasn't like this is going to yeah. make a lot of money. And I think that's important to note too. Like yeah. again, same with Ali was, hey, like the service. Yeah. We just yeah. wanted a tribe of women that had, again, a queendom. Sure. We wanted to have like a collaborative like community of space where we could have like sisterhood, you know, yeah. where it felt like we're all in the same space. And through doing that, like over the, like a year and a half, I built this business, and that's that's how Alexi and I met. And I mean, you in guys New Zealand. Yeah. in New oh, Zealand. Yeah, in New Zealand. My husband and I were going out there to run our workshops, the yeah. Bridge Experience and Extreme, and mm -hmm. she reached out. Yep. Said, "Hey, I see you're coming." Do you have a place to stay? I have a whole community here. I can oh, put you in front of. I'll throw an event. All you have, you guys have Just to do show is show up. up. Yep. And That's it was awesome. like such a hell yes. 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 I literally right. showed press in the email. I'm like, this chick's awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. And and I'm like, let's jump on a Zoom with her and just like yeah. make sure she's not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> crazy. Yeah, she, yeah. she might be a general, but she's not crazy. <laughs> and we just like hit it up. Yeah. And then oh. literally she's like, I know I mentioned it in an email, but you need a place to stay, mm -hmm. like yeah. I have this house, and yeah. we're like, yeah, she's awesome. That's yeah. so And so cool. we literally like became like sisters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys are we sisters. Just, yeah, sure. And the community that you guys have developed, Perry and I were talking oh, about that last yeah. night, these guys have developed yeah. a community that is so supportive and so beautiful, mm -hmm. and you're all mm -hmm. in sort of the same business, yeah. yet they yeah. all, you all support each other to fly. Yeah. Everyone celebrates each other's wins, yeah. you yeah. all. That's so And awesome. it's so mm. beautiful to be around, it's a genuine, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a genuine, like, I got you, yeah. I got you. Well, we and felt that you. way. Yes. I, was, I remember feeling that with you guys instantly. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was a real blessing, yeah. because you don't always, you know, yeah. get that, yeah. or, or you get more of the enrollment, or more of the, right. Okay, mm -hmm. we're gonna, you know, you gotta keep paying money each month, so right, da, 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 and not really yeah. feel like you cared. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that was what I found was so mm -hmm. unique with what you guys do, yeah. which well, we was love awesome. You guys. Yeah. 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 We're all yeah. We literally left our first session, oh Evan and I were like. Yeah. We loved it. We were like, we love We said the same thing. Yeah. I said yeah. there are like music. Yes. We yeah. literally were like, like this, and we said yeah. because we don't work with a ton of people. Yeah, one -on -one. yeah, yeah. We yeah. Just yeah. Don't, we're so know. lucky. You got. You yeah. don't have time. I don't even have your time. Yeah, right. we have a million yeah, projects. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, we've got Real wives, <laughs> boyfriends, yeah. families, husbands, babies, babies, babies. But we work with people that we feel really aligned. And going back to this, this idea of checking in because mm. we've had so many people reach out and be like we want to work with you mm. and it's a no and yeah. we yeah. know it's a no yeah. mm. but you guys were such a hell yes uh, and oh, we didn't even awesome. know where it was going to go but it's like yeah. we want to support what you're up to because you so awesome. are so in mm -hmm. and you're so 100% all in and that means a lot to us because in a world where everyone's trying to become right. somebody now yeah. you guys have heart and you're in it for the right reasons and your message you is for so saying resonant that. oh my gosh it's, we're like obsessed but it's, yeah, like yeah. yeah it's, it's all about it guys Okay, you have to ask your question because your question is really good. Yeah, it will be. I'm going to ask you first on you. So the question is, what does own your throne mean to you? Mm. Oh, I think the answer will always be unfolding for me mm -hmm. uh, as I just learn more about myself. But my throne essentially is my world. Mm -hmm. And how I view my world is it's all the things that I would deem ineffective about myself that I'm still working on and, and the, the qualities I'm still striving to move into. Mm -hmm. It's the parts of myself that are ugly, that come out in my worst and my lowest moments. Mm -hmm. It's the parts of myself that are the most beautiful that I get praised for and acknowledged for, but it's my world. And if I can own my mm -hmm. world and hold it with dignity and with self-respect mm -hmm. and reverence, that to me is owning my throne. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. It doesn't mean I'm trying to be perfect and get mm -hmm. over all this stuff. Yeah. It means that I'm accepting my humanity and having a sense of deep humility in relation with it. Oh, it's mm -hmm. so beautiful. Very Embracing awesome. it all. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Drop the mic. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so like, much easier. I'm like, right? actually, I kind of wish I went there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I would now. No, I'm trying to meditate. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, no. I mean, that, like, wow. Like, that's it. It's beautiful. That's it. We'll just take her answer for my answer. So I'll, I'll co-sign. No, Emily Gallagher. Emily Gallagher. General G. General yes. G. Let's let oh, your we light know it's going to be something amazing. I know. No pressure. Um, no. What does own your throne mean to you? I think owning my throne to me means um, continuing to face off with all of the places that like are are holding me up in life, like being willing to have the courage to be like, okay, that's not working. How do I need to grow to mm. like, you know, show up better in that? Or how do I need to grow to like get to where I want to go? Like I, I definitely have a big desire and drive to have a big life, to create a big impact too. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just to be really, really happy. Like that was a big thing that like we kind of came to this year was like, I reevaluated like what I was, what was driving me, which was this results driven achiever mm. that was like not really experiencing life. Yeah. So I feel like to me, owning my throne is also being really, really present and like actually experiencing yeah. my life, experiencing mm. my moments, experiencing like really coming from a place of what do I truly want and need and desire right now and that being okay and not yeah. thinking even too far, too far ahead into like, oh, yeah. that's wrong. Well, like you should be doing that and being yeah. really deeply present like with the people in my life, with myself and seeing where that's calling me and always having the courage to answer that call mm-hmm. um, and trust it. Love yeah. and the Love trusting that. part, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always easy, but mm. <laughs> not always, always worth yeah. it. Yeah. Not a, what what yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> Anything worth having is right. going to make you work for it. Yeah, <laughs> I always say, you know, if we had it all figured out, we wouldn't be here. Right. Like, that Ooh. is the truth. Then it's over. It's Game over. Journey. Life would be this boring the, if we yeah. had it. It would totally And if everyone be. was like, you know how you're always like, everyone judge, well, not everyone, but you know the judgment that we project yeah. on the other things. Then just it's more like, like me. More like right. me. Right. I'm like, oh, that'd be <laughs> awful. So boring. <laughs> so boring. So intense. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, yeah. thank you so much Aww, for your time. You thank you for us. helping us be part and create the oh show. We so honored to be on here. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, supporting um, us. And we're not—you're not going anywhere too far, no. right? Okay, no. we just we're, want to. We're, yeah. we're here for the long we're haul. Here. We're here. <laughs> this is the queen of love. Yes. I know. I've already like called both of you for like advice. Yeah. And, like, had, like you guys, like um, hi. Yeah. Hi. I know I'm a coach, but this is not a coach call. Yeah. I would like some advice from you. Personal it. coaching club. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Like, I was like, in my house. Do you mind if I have a party at your house? Yes. I'm like, feel yeah. free, go. <laughs> Actually. But so, honestly, like, we love you both so much. Yeah, and we do. as we said, like, we're so blessed and grateful mm, to yeah. have you two in our lives and just yeah. the stand that you are in the world yeah. and what this represents as a project. Mm-hmm. We know that this is going to activate and call forward so many women yeah. and hopefully have women mm-hmm. step into their queendom and own their throne. Yeah. And what a gift. Yeah. Such a thank you. And it really is a gift when you get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And teaching our younger girls how to yeah. do that. And our daughters are watching yeah. and it's like, you know, what does that mean? And what is that companionship? And because that's truly, I mean, when you look at women, by the way, 80s and 90s, who are they sitting with? Their husbands are gone. They're, yeah, right. they're yeah. sitting with their best friend. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you the remember that? Gone, and then sure. you meet the next day and you forget because you have dementia. Right. Yeah. And you meet each other all the time. So good to see you. Guys is going to be coming every single day. Every I'm day. This she happened to be your best friend. Yeah. And you're going to go, oh, that's so fun. Oh, yeah, I love you. have been for 40 years. Exactly. It's so sweet. It's so yeah. Well, thanks, you guys. You guys, thank you. We love you. We love you so much. Love this right now. All right. Over and out, guys. See you next time. This podcast was created by Perry and I because we both met at school getting our master's in spiritual psychology, where we learned the tools and techniques to really heal, reclaim, and redefine the second chapters of our lives. And you'll also learn some tools and techniques from our guest. All you have to do is go and subscribe and leave some comments. Let us know what you think about the shows, as well as maybe you have some ideas of other guests that we could have. So enjoy the conversations, and we look forward to hearing from you. And be sure and check out our website, which is ownyourthrone.co. And we have some freebies for you, so be sure and check us out.